views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Now, we're trying something different this week. So if you, most of the time, I'd say you can uh, watch the Facebook live stream. Instead, we're uh, trying something different and doing it on YouTube. So there's a YouTube live stream. Good afternoon to everybody who's uh, watching on YouTube. But if you go to the Facebook page, there's a direct link that takes you there. So, um, and then people will, um, that's right. And then uh, people can, you can listen or watch the program. Now, again, many times you've heard, some people have heard me say it and then they say, you know, Juan, I'm not on Facebook. Well, you know, go to YouTube and you just find my page, John DePietro Show on YouTube, type that in and then you'll bring up our live stream. You can see uh, Veterans Auditorium, they still have the poinsettias. It's still the uh, Christmas decorations. We have not been here for a Governor Mundo press briefing. We haven't been here since um, since Wednesday, December 23rd. This is a big press briefing. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today at 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, online at henryoil.com. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, call them. Make them your oil provider. Well, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this very dramatic day. So we're keeping one eye on what's going on in the nation's capital. And things are happening, uh, as you uh, can imagine, pretty rapidly. But I want to just bring you up to speed. This is very significant today. This is for those that are watching on the YouTube live stream. And please share that you're watching on other uh, aspects of social media. But we are once again inside Veterans Auditorium. We're on the stage for the first time today. will be Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo and Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, who will become Governor McKee. Now, here's what I'm learning. Uh, the governor, lieutenant governor, are going to appear today coming up at 1 o'clock. We're going to carry it on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM and on the website. And then I'll I'll do a, um, a watch party on Facebook for the COVID briefing. It's the first formal COVID briefer and the first time we're going to see the two of them together since the governor now has been nominated Commerce Secretary for the Biden cabinet. Supposedly, Governor Mundo is going to start off the press briefing. Lieutenant Governor McKee will then follow. Both will give brief remarks. The two of them are going to leave. And then the COVID briefing will be done by Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, who will then lead the briefing. And then Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee is going to speak to reporters afterwards. So that's what I'm hearing. And then tomorrow morning... He's doing a press conference at Cellos in Warwick. So that's interesting. So we have that. Um, yes, there is a protest outside Providence City Hall right now. I did not have a chance to. Um, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee is expected to issue a statement later today on the process for selecting, choosing his successor as Lieutenant Governor. So you have that going on. Uh, and then you also have right now, folks, as we speak, as you know, down in Washington, the House is voting on impeachment. So I want to just bring you up to speed and make sure we have some of the latest headlines. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee is going to hold a news conference tomorrow to discuss the transition. Ten o'clock at Cellos in Warwick, and I will be there tomorrow morning. Okay, so we have that news. We also have... Um, let me just see, uh, skim some of the latest news, folks, because uh, Jim Jordan is now saying Liz Cheney should be removed as the conference chair. We ought to have a second vote. So now you also have, as the governor's going to be having a press briefing today, this is all then the backdrop of what's going on in Washington. So, and then you also have a number of people are now stepping forward that are encouraging Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee to pick the former mayor recently. So I think that's interesting. So I want to get you up to speed on all the local news. Uh, who's in charge? Who's making decisions on the state COVID response vaccine distribution? The state's $500 million de um, deficit aversion plan. Will she take questions on that? We don't know. So that's the Providence Journal has a, a story right now. It's like who is making all these decisions on these um 
types of things because there's some some big decisions that are going down right now. Now, I also want to follow uh, the situation in Washington, folks, right now uh, as we speak with what's going on with um, the whole thing of Im- the impeachment. But I, I want to um, I want to tell you. That's something that is very significant. Now, I know we have a number of Trump supporters out there. And uh, let me also just see this. Peter Dusso, the Fox News Channel's new White House correspondent, John Roberts, is moving into an anchor role. Okay, he has been... um, uh, He has been the one covering uh, the White House for Fox News. So, but... um, Something, folks, that is is very significant, and I, I mentioned it yesterday, and it's been in the news, but it's very, very significant, and that is the fact that I know there are some Trump loyalists that, number one, they think that the reason the troops are out there is because tra- President Trump has the troops out there. I don't get that, the, that, that that is, in fact, what's going on. You also have some people, I know. That is saying that they still think that President Trump is going to do a second term. Well, again, as I've been consistently telling you all along, uh, I'm not going to try to um, convince anyone of that. If you believe that, you believe that. But um, but something that is worth noting is what is very different for this time around with the impeachment. What's different this time around with the impeachment is the fact what is different is the fact that Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, for right now he still is, but it's soon to be Chuck Schumer because of Georgia. Mitch McConnell is off the Trump train. Mitch McConnell is uh, said to be done with the president. Uh, they have not spoken. He is upset with President Trump. They have not spoken. Mitch McConnell uh, defended the president first time around with impeachment. He's not defending him this time. It's very, very significant. So many people that say, ho-hum, they tried to impeach him last time. It, it, it's different moving into the Senate and a Senate trial if Mitch McConnell is no longer supporting the president. So that is something to watch. Now, something else I want to hear if Governor Mundo mentions is the Pawtucket School Committee overruled the superintendent, and they're going to keep students at home uh, for the remaining part of the school year. Folks, that makes no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. Uh, They have been a problem all the way around and they're continuing to be a problem. I'll be anxious to see if Governor Raimondo mentions that. So this is going to be the first time today we're going to hear of that. The um, um, the president has a lot on his plate. The president was seen yesterday. President Trump's been a little quiet. Folks, right now, though, also at 1214, I also want to make mention of the fact that former Congressman Eddie Beard has passed away at the age of 80. Former Rhode Island Congressman Eddie Beard, I remember when he went to Congress, he died nine days before his 81st birthday. 80 years old. He uh, died with a, a battle with Parkinson's disease. He represented Congressional District 2 from 1975 to 1981. He was a member of the Rhode Island House of Representatives from 1972 to 1974. He was the former House painter, built an incumbent to become a congressman, age 33. He, uh, one time he had a, uh, b- a bar in Central Falls, and then he started doing a radio show on the old KRI in West Warwick. And then I believe he had a show on my old station, which is... Uh, WHJJ. So I did get to know him. He, uh, I want to, um, my condolences go out to the f- uh, family, former Congressman Ed Beard. I got to know him. He used to call into my program a lot. I saw him a number of different times. And I remember he came to the wake, I think, when both, uh, definitely when my father passed away and then when my mother passed away. But he told a great story that he was new in Washington. And they were going to the White House, and he was riding over there with Senator Pastore and, um, let's see, I think, or was Pastore gone at that point? I think it was Pell and Chafee. I thought it was Pastore in the car. Well, anyway, and Pastore told Congressman Eddie Beard, don't say a word when we get over there. You're not doing any of the talking. When I think they were going over to see President Ford at the White House, and he was brand new into uh, Washington. So I got to know him uh, quite a bit, and, uh, and, and, and a legendary. And again, I think he did have that bar in Central Falls for a period of time. Congressman Ed Beard has passed away. See, I'm sure... Uh, Governor Mundo will mention that today. And I'm also, uh, Dan McGowan was the one that broke the story, but, you know, this no-bid contract, Rhode Island College, 76000 a week, 
is uh, is just extraordinary. And, and it was a no-bid contract. So they are going to get to the bottom of that. But I want to bring you up to speed on the impeachment and then what's going to be happening today. Folks, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by uh, Preferred Towing and Recovery. Now, they're located in Lincoln. They service the entire state. Preferred is female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years. They get the job done safely, securely. Preferred also buys vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call them today for a fair offer. Preferred Towing, 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook, Preferred Towing and Recovery. Again, call them. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. And they maybe you have an older vintage car. That is just sitting in that garage. Why not call them today for a fair offer? 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. And they're also on Facebook. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1217. It is John DePietro on this Wednesday on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to say good afternoon to everybody watching. We have the uh, doing things a little bit differently, folks. It's a live stream on YouTube. So on YouTube. So uh, for many people that maybe you're not on Facebook, you can see the live stream and you see behind me a lot of activity here at the Veterans Auditorium. We're coming up at 1 o'clock. Governor Raimondo will be on stage. This is the first time we're going to see Governor Raimondo with Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, who's soon to be Governor McKee. Now, we want to find out a little bit from the governor, her understanding of the timeline. Governor Raimondo has said that she would, in fact... Um, that she would, in fact, stay until she is confirmed. But the timeline is really not up to her because first you have, it's the way we understand it, it's twofold. First, you have to go through Senate confirmation. They question the individual. They go through a number of things. I also want to point out, folks, it's not automatic. There are people, I don't hear anyone mentioning this, but there are people that have been nominated for a cabinet position and then they didn't pass Senate confirmation. Things maybe came out in the hearing. It's a full vetting. And I think a number of different things will come out. Or at least we're going to some, get some clarification. I believe, without dwelling on it, but with Governor Mundo, there are some myths, I believe, about the governor that I think will be vetted in a Senate confirmation. And one of the things... Is there is this, the governor has answered this, but there are a number of people that are listening and watching this, number of people in Rhode Island that somehow think that Governor Mundo and her husband, first gentleman, Andy Moffat, that they are somehow investors or involved with a marijuana growing operation, cannabis growing operation. Now, the governor has said no. Now, I believe that is one of those things that will be vetted and come out. If, if that is the case, now, they say no. I take them at the word, and no matter how many times you say it, people will always say, well, you know, they made all that money with the marijuana grow. That is the type of thing that will come out. So first, there is the vetting. And if you want to ask a question, that is your opportunity. Then it is the vote. Now, the vetting could happen at the end of this month. The Senate confirmation hearing could be this month. The vote could come sometime in March or April. It's all a known known. I think right now with what's going on in Washington, I think it's really an unknown on what's going to happen. Is there going to be an impeachment trial in the Senate? Will President Trump go on trial for impeachment in the Senate? And by the way, that could happen when he's out of office. Now, tomorrow we are going to have on our legal expert, Tim Dodd, and we'll find out more. Let me also just, um, this is a a tweet that somebody put out. At the risk of being accused of foreign interference, uh, this is someone who was a mayor of New Bedford. The mayor of New Bedford put this out. I think James Diosa would be a terrific pick for lieutenant governor. He has a record of significant achievement at the Helmut Central Falls. He's ready. Now, what's interesting about that is he is the mayor of New Bedford in, in, um, weighing in. So let me, um, let's see. I want to, uh, 
just check some of the latest headlines now. Let's see. Democrat GOP colleagues say they're afraid for their lives if they vote to impeach Trump. Well, folks, there's a lot of chatter about what's going on in uh, Washington. And something, how about the fact that the man that was wearing the Camp Auschwitz shirt has been arrested in Virginia. So they are certainly tracking down all the different people right now. (coughs) Think of that. (coughs) Excuse me, folks, I apologize. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Uh, One week ago today, nothing had even happened yet. The first reports that things were happening was actually on social media at 2 o'clock. We believe at 2 o'clock was the first breach of the Capitol. It's a week later. It reminds me at the end of Goodfellas when anyone that was involved with the Lufthansa heist, they find that guy that he um, he he and the wife had the the um, the, the mink coat right here. They, they they were hanging. He was like hanging in a um, whatever it is, like a meat locker or a meat truck, uh, something like that. Somebody else was in a dumpster. I think the couple then they the, the couple that was found dead in the pink Cadillac that he loved. Like Jimmy, it's it, it was a wedding gift. I'm sorry. You know what'd you say? You know, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Like that whole thing. They all just started like showing up dead. Um, so suddenly now they're all being arrested all over. So they are really trying to track them down. And what there's a couple of different uh, things that are interesting right now. So there's the uh, I'm looking at some of the, the mug shots of the people that a week ago, they all went down to Washington. And a week ago today, President Trump was right in the middle of his speech, right at the uh at the ellipse and then, you know, but there already were people at the Capitol. But something that needs to be determined and the FBI is looking into. Folks, this is becoming very different. We're going to talk about this tomorrow with our legal expert, Tim Dodd. But when they start talking about conspiracy or sedition, that is completely different. That is different than, you know, three or four people say we're going to go down to Washington and support the president. And now if they start to say you were part of an insurrection and it's conspiracy and an insurrection, the, the charges really leap off the charts. So now the uh, Congress uh, last night, they voted that they wanted Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. That's not happening. And the president even said yesterday he knew it was confidence not happening. But where it goes with the Senate and a Senate trial and impeachment, that takes a completely different tone. Mitch McConnell is upset and we're learning a lot more of this story has been getting worse. The story has been getting worse. The fact that what I am going to be curious to see is if there was real coordination because we're under the belief, or and I, I am as well, that a number of people went to Washington and, and it was kind of like a um, just it, it was very random. And a random act that all these people started pushing it and they wanted to get inside. Now, this is going to be much different if we're finding that I, this thing, a member of law enforcement, I think a New York City police officer, he was throwing tear gas at the Capitol guards. You have some people and you look at some of the footage, they, they're military people and it's like they're carrying out a military operation. So that's going to be interesting if they can determine that there was almost like military coordination in order to take over the Capitol. And we're also seeing some of the, um, the video is that was, that was hand-to-hand combat. That, were, that was, you know, 10 to 12 and more Capitol guards in a hallway and hundreds of protesters fighting with them and attacking them and trying to get inside. And that's where this thing really goes off. So they're looking at that. Now, I will tell you, I don't believe a lot of the talk that there's going to be something major happening. This, I, I don't believe it, and I'll tell you why. Now, first of all, I don't believe anything's going to happen at the Rhode Island State House, And you're going to hear a lot about that. And, and people can claim all this stuff. I, I don't believe it's going to happen, and I'll tell you why. Because the groups that were, the group, that, the number of people that were down there one week ago, okay, last Wednesday. And let's just say there were 300 people or 400 people that were really pushing the boundaries and were involved in the breach with the Capitol. See, to me, what allowed them to do that were literally thousands of Trump supporters. If you just took the group of three to 400 and put them there, it's a different story. But it was three to 400 mixed in with literally thousands of people. Now, I don't believe you're going to have thousands of counter-protesters go into the Biden um, 
uh, inauguration next Wednesday and or this weekend. I mean, let's be honest. Anyone with half a brain, you're going to stay out of D.C. right now. I mean, unless you want to get arrested and you're looking for trouble. The same thing with, and I want to you know, mention, I, some of these people, and I'm hearing about it. They're not telling me. But people plan to protest at the State House across from me, where I am right now, um, with a weapon. I don't believe that. You, you can't have a weapon out in the open in Rhode Island. In the South, you can. I think there's a lot of misinformation going out there. If there's anyone that shows up at the State House and shows that they have a weapon, you're going to be arrested. Unless you have a license to carry. And I don't know why you would go and do that anyway. I think there's a lot of talk. I think there's a lot of rumor. I think there's a lot of misinformation on purpose. Trump people are being depicted on no-fly list. Um, you know, some people, I also saw something on Twitter that someone put, a Trump supporter came into, I work one block from the Rhode Island Capitol. And a Trump supporter came into my office and said, you people may want to stay home next week. I, I don't believe that. Because no one calls it the Rhode Island Capitol. It's the Rhode Island State House. Now, in other states, they call it their capital, but we don't. So this could be a fake account on Twitter. And the person could be in Canada for all we know, right? Or just who knows where they are. But I don't believe stuff like that. And then a, a rep said, oh, someone should know about this. I, I don't believe that. So somebody works one block from the State House. Where? One block goes down that way. There's really nothing there. You'd have security cameras as businesses or one block that way. That's all government buildings. So, but the fact is, no one around here calls it the Capitol. We all call it the Rhode Island State House. So that's how then you know it could just be someone planting that. They want to have fake information. I don't believe any of that stuff is going on. But let's just be very clear. If someone shows up with a long gun or a rifle this weekend, Anywhere in Rhode Island at the Rhode Island State House, and they say, I'm going to protest and here's my gun. You're going to be arrested. You can't have a long gun like that. Certainly not out at something like that. So now if people want to do that, if you want to get arrested and go through the whole thing, you know, that's up to you. But I think a lot of it is false. I think there's a real false narrative that's going on right now. I want to read some more of the headlines. A key difference between the impeachment and last time with Ukraine, Trump's media allies exploited the complexities of the story, constructed an alt reality, vindicated Trump of everything. Public saw what happened played out on live TV. Now, this time around, though, this didn't say them as some attempts to muddy the waters, um, but it isn't as close to effective. A lot of the pro-Trump argument, right-wing media, seem to acknowledge what happened, but they say impeachment is too far and divisive. Folks, again, I want to, um, you know, some of these photos, by the way, hundreds of troops are seen napping while cuddling their firearms as they line the Congressional Center in the Capitol. Now, I know some of these pictures that are coming out, <coughs> excuse me. A number of the people, a number of people think that President Trump sent those troops out there. I, I don't think that's the case. They don't want to have it. We're hearing that there are 15,000 troops in Washington right now. And the U.S. Capitol this morning is surrounded by troops. Now, I know a lot of rumors right now are that it's the president that sent them out. I, I don't believe that to be the case. I know there's a number of people. That are saying that um, that they believe that President Trump is the one still calling the shots on that. I I, I'm, I I think it's just capital security that is doing it. After many GOP members stepped around metal detectors, Speaker Pelosi asked the officer guarding, can we move this closer to the door so they can't get through? So then you have that problem. Now, there's also a rep from New Jersey that claims that that last Tuesday... A number of people were given tours through the Capitol, and and they were giving them a tour to try to explain the maze involved with the Capitol. Now, if that is true, and then those people were arrested for being inside, you could face real fallout here. So there's still fallout on this whole thing. Um, let me also just read. I want to read. Uh, I'm just I'm reading again some of the headlines. Now, folks, as you can imagine, the... Um, the Democrats are completely exploiting this whole thing. You know, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she now says that she felt like her, her life was um, 
in jeopardy. Hi there, Roberta Farrell. And that, uh, you know, now they're all saying that they came close to, to dying. And so uh, they, they are going to play this up as, as much as they can. So there's, um, there's nothing you can do about that. And, uh, and, and the, the problem is with all these arrests and everything that continues to play out, um, there's, there's no end in sight of exactly where this is going to come down. I would be curious to hear if Governor Armando weighs in today on the whole Representative Justin Price and whether or not he should resign. Well, folks, right now at 1231, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, we're coming to you from inside Veterans Auditorium. Coming up, Governor Armando is going to have her uh, weekly press briefing. It's not your imagination. Now, today is uh, January 13th. We have not been in here since Wednesday, December 23rd. So, um, so, and then on the stage with her will be Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. And we may be able to find, this is also the first time we're, we're seeing and hearing from Governor Raimondo since last Friday when Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo was named that she's going to be the nominee in the Biden administration to be Commerce Secretary. So this will be the first time we'll get a chance to see her, hear from her. We're going to bring it to you live right here on the John DePietro Show. I also... Um, Let's see. All right. So Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, he tomorrow is going to have a press briefing. That's going to be his first one. So I would imagine they want to be on the um, they want to be on the same page, so to speak. They want to definitely want to make sure they're saying kind of the same thing as much as they can and want to. So this is different. This rep in New Jersey who claims she witnessed colleagues leading around would-be rioters on reconnaissance trips around the Capitol. She didn't name any names, provide any details, but that's a very serious allegation that I saw last night and has really started to take off. But as far as I know that there are many people right now that you have questions about the vaccine. If you have a question about the vaccine, folks, please go to the website, depetro.com, click on Contact John. On, shoot me a question. We'll see. I mean, with Dr. Scott, that will be Dr. Scott's going to be handling the um, the element regarding the vaccine. But I know there's a number of different people that are very anxious to find out when can they get the vaccine. It is out there. And you, we're going to move through stages of like it's 1A and 1B. Right now we're in 1A. I think soon they're going to be going to 1B. But I know uh, I'm aware that many of you are um are uh, want to find out as soon as possible when you might be able to get the vaccine. So we'll, we'll be asking that. If you do have a question, <coughs> I'm sorry, folks, um, please go to the website, topetro.com. Now, just a reminder, at 1233, this portion of the program is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Now, folks, it's not your imagination. Listen, everybody's on edge, okay? This, this is a, uh, a tense time. Everyone's got to calm down a little bit. Um, all this talk that people are really working themselves up, it has to, it has to chill out a little bit. But it's brought to you by competition shooting supplies. I mean, listen, no question. You want to make sure you're safe. You want to make sure your family's safe. Visit competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them at 727-1716. 401-727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. You can depend on John Francis at competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take exit 2A. Off of 95, it's the last exit in Rhode Island. You're going to go past the Attleboro train station, and then you're going to find yourself right there at the intersection, Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. It's competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. I'll call our leader, John Francis, at 727-1716. So, folks, coming up at 1 o'clock. So this is going to be very significant. It'll be Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is going to be on um, the stage. Oh, that's different. I have a camera right behind where I normally uh, sit. I think I'm going to be able to um, still sit there. I'll I'll, I'll have to find out once we um, begin. And uh, that's different. Is that going to be a new position for the camera? Because that's my coat right there that I sit right there. Oh, that will be? Okay. Will I be able to sit right there? Oh, okay. All right. Good. Oh, all right. No problem. All right. Just want to make sure. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, 
And folks, again, uh, so this will be very significant. Now, there's a lot of questions out there about the vaccine, uh, about the transition. Uh, I would imagine, you know, Governor Mundo was speaking with the Biden people and they it's so tough right now because of what's going on with this now, this impeachment. And this is new. And I want it's 1236 and you're listening to AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or online at the website to Petro.com. And folks, what, what, what many of you need to understand because <clears throat> I've received email, and if you go to my website, to pedro.com, click on Contact John, send me a direct email. What's different this time around, I know a number of you have contacted me and said they, they tried to impeach him a year ago, and that failed. What's different this time around is Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. One year ago, he had the president's back. One year ago, he did not allow impeachment he made it very clear it was not going to go through the Senate. One year ago, Mitch McConnell kept a tight grip on the Senate as Senate Majority Leader. Mitch McConnell successfully learned to work with the president. They protected the president and they made it very clear it was not going to go through the Senate. What's different this time around is Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, is very upset with President Trump. Mitch McConnell has not talked to President Trump. We've heard that the president has reached out to the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, and he's not returning the president's calls. So yesterday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell made it very clear he feels it's impeachable offenses. And it was they believe that was his way to signify if you're a House Republican, feel free to vote. Last time around, one year ago, hear me out, folks, at 1237, one year ago, not one Republican voted in favor of impeachment. This time, whole different ballgame. What I believe is different is the more stories that are coming out, that that was last Wednesday, folks, starting at 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock to, I think, 4 o'clock, maybe. It's tough to tell exactly the exact timeline because then they did evacuate the people, but the people breaching the Capitol, getting inside. The people inside were terrified. You have one person, one of the Capitol Police did die. What I do, th- you, you do have that woman who was attempting seemingly to go through a doorway and they, she had a backpack on, Ashley Babbage. She was shot and killed. Now, they're saying that they believe she may have had explosives in her backpack, which is why they shot and killed her. But nonetheless... Um, it's just, it's much different. And it was hand-to-hand combat, and there was a lot of damage done, and things were taken. And I think th- this is a much different situation than Ukraine. This is a much different situation than the perfect phone call and Rudy Giuliani. And the Ukraine impeachment was not easy to follow. This this is an easier one to follow if you want to go along with it. The Republicans don't, but we don't know if they want if they want it or not. You know, Mitch McConnell. I'm, I'm I'm just and let's not you know let's not blame the messenger here. So many of you get upset when I try to give you the truth of what's going on, and I ask people like, do you yell at the weatherman if it's going to rain? If you're watching sports and they announce that the Patriots lost, you start yelling at the sports report. I mean, I'm just trying to tell you exactly what's going on in Washington. There is a feeling. That maybe, and I'm not saying it's right, but that the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, that he does not want President Trump around. He doesn't want to have to deal with him anymore. And if he's impeached twice, he won't have to. The president, make, let's be very clear about something. All of you need to deal in reality. If he is impeached again successfully and when it, it goes through the Senate trial, if that happens... He, I believe he will not be able to run for president in 2024. But not only that, there's a lot of damage about what do you think is going to happen if they impeach him? Well, we'll find out. I, I, it's one thing, and that's true. President Trump was even threatening violence. You know, I, I, people have to decide. Everyone's going to have to make a decision. I, I encourage folks, um, we'll, we'll see. I, I want to see what happens when you don't have – there's a big difference between 50,000 people and 1,000 people. You know, when you have three to four, 300, 400 instigators, <clears throat> when you have 
literally thousands of people behind you. You have a full mob mentality. It's, it's a lot different. I've seen it. I've seen it with all the protests. It's much different than when you just have, when you have a smaller crowd. It, it can still be a mob mentality. It's just not as severe. And also, folks, as you're seeing all these protesters from last Wednesday getting hit with very serious federal charges. I mean, when they're talking some of the charges that they're talking about, it, it's a different ballgame. Um, people are going to have to think long and hard is if that's really the road they want to go down. I'm not saying that some people won't do that. But I, there's just a huge difference. And I notice when we would see 25 protesters this past summer, there was a big difference how they acted when there were 125 protesters. So that's just something to keep in mind. Folks, this portion of the pro- program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Remember what we say. Um, senior citizens discounts are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor and Saturday appointments are available. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Is there something wrong with your washing machine? Is there something wrong with your dryer or dishwasher or stove or refrigerator or oven or garbage disposal? Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Now, folks, remember, you can always go to the website if you want to contact me. Right now, it's 1242 on this Wednesday. It's John DePietro. Good afternoon. We are inside Veterans Auditorium on this stage. We're less than 20 minutes away. Governor Mundo will make her first Rhode Island appearance since she was named to be the nominee for Commerce Secretary. With her will be incoming Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, former Mayor Cumberland. There's going to be a lot of people. This is going to be their first chance to really see him, hear him. We're going to hear from them. But I want to remind you folks, nothing more important during this time of social unrest, turmoil, protect yourself, protect your family, contact surplus provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. I have a link on my website. Even if you can't remember the name of it, if you go to depetro.com, you can find it. It's on the page. It's there. Someone sent me an email. I can't find it. I emailed them back. It's there. You can find it. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. You can also find them on Facebook. They have body armor, ammo, pepper spray, food storage. Find them. Mile and a half from Garden City. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue. In Cranston. So, an incredible news day. It was one week ago today, was the, um, the uh, again, you know, it is, um, it was expected that, and, and my first thing was that this was just a, a protest that got out of control. We're going to find out more from the FBI if this was, in fact, more of a plan. Um, attack, so to speak. And I haven't used that word a lot, but I looked at this as a lot of people that are upset, a lot of people that are anti-government all got together and just started to forget it. I'm going into that to that capital. And that's what happened last Wednesday. We're going to find out if, in fact, there's going to be more serious charges. So I'm looking at just some of the uh, news out there. Congressman Cicilline is going to speak shortly, expecting the House will vote to impeach the president around 345. Will be the first time a president has ever been impeached twice. So that will be this afternoon, folks, coming up at 345. So this is, um, this is, uh, This is a very serious situation. Incoming Governor Dan McKee will hold a press conference to share updates on his transition. That is going to be tomorrow, and I plan on being there. Cellos and Warwick. Um, I want to just read and see if there's any. House Republicans reportedly terrified of crossing Trump on impeachment. They fear for their lives. You know, this whole thing has to be uh, reeled in. Right. I mean, let's let's face it, folks. I mean, what is happening that people are afraid to um, are afraid to vote on something for physical safety? Now, I'm also seeing this. Many American companies are distancing themselves from President Trump in the wake of what happened at the Capitol, but not my pillow, which is offering a fight for Trump discount code to online shoppers. I'll tell you that Mike Wendell, that guy, he was there. 
I have a picture of Twitter of him and General Flynn. General Flynn was at the president's speech wearing a URI jacket where he got an honorary degree. Um, General Mike Flynn, who was seen as he's one of the crew behind the scenes that supposedly was behind this whole thing. Although I don't know where he is now and we have not heard of um, why he didn't then take over the Capitol if that was the plan, if that was the plan. But the way they're moving now, you know, when you see a group of and they, I saw one group, I think they were Oath Keepers that I think they were there from Texas, but they could be from another. Uh, they could be from a southern state. But there were about 20 of them, full military garb, making their way up the stairs to go towards the the doors of the Capitol. You know, when they determine who they are and they get their communication and they start to find out if this was a coordinated effort and not just like a spur of the moment, like it was combustible, it's going to be much different. Uh, Representative Jim Jordan opens impeachment defense of Trump, not by defending Trump, but by attacking Democrats for wanting to impeach him. All right, so that's... um, I just don't know what else they're supposed to do. I'm not sure exactly uh, what else they're supposed to do with this. Or, uh, you know, at this point, folks, um, you know, for the country, again, if if there are people out there that want to um, cause harm. And I I am seeing comments from people saying, you know, this is going to be civil war or this is going to be. You know, again, this is becoming a kind of a point where people are going to have to make decisions. Do, do they really want to do that? Right. And many of you, do you really want to show up at the Massachusetts State House or the Rhode Island State House with what? A gun to get arrested? Why do you want, why would you want to do that? What is that going to prove? That's not going to solve anything. It's not going to change an election or anything like that. Um, what's what's so unfortunate is there were certainly things about this that need to be remedied. You know, just the way the voting was done and the the mail ballots and the mail ballot applications and the fact that they weren't even notarized. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely some things that need to be done. The problem now, though, is it's like you can't even talk about it. If you talk about it, suddenly now they they, you're, you know, described as like a white supremacist. So this is um, this is a major problem. Now, right now it's 1248. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. So we're 12 minutes away. Governor Mundo press briefing right here on this stage, Veterans Auditorium. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Call Kenny and they'll handle everything for you because if you're ever in an accident, there's a lot of paperwork. You have to deal with the insurance company. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. If you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Did someone hit your vehicle, whether it's a small dent or a nearly total vehicle, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340, 401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, in this time of unrest, and there is a lot of unrest, I want to remind you, you want to stay healthy, contact Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, the Queen of Health right across from Davenport Restaurant. Shop local, get healthy products, stay healthy. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's John DePietro, and I want to just see some of the uh, latest headlines. 168 hours left. Will he be removed? McConnell wants him out. 20,000 troops are guarding D.C. right now. There are many Trump supporters that think that those troops are there because of President Trump. 20,000 troops are guarding Washington, D.C. right now. Armed guards, fences, boarded windows, Washington under heavy security. Hundreds of soldiers are sleeping in the Capitol hallway. Secret Service launches massive operation to protect Biden inauguration. Now, last night on Fox, it was very significant because Sean Hannity was on the air saying, that he spoke with Mitch McConnell's office and they were not on board with uh, impeachment. And then Laura Ingram came on and said Fox News has confirmed. There was a story in the New York Times that said Mitch McConnell is on board. 
He's done. He's had it. He's angry. He's upset with President Trump and that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is on board with it. Sean Hannity went online, went, came on the air last night on Fox and said, that's not true. I talked to McConnell's office. Not at all. Laura Ingram came on and said, without saying it, but she said Hannity was wrong, ultimately. The New York Times was right. And she said Fox News has confirmed that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell wants the president out. Now, there was also talk yesterday that Kevin McCarthy, who was the speaker in waiting, that he said, before we do this, let me call the president and see if he wants to resign. Keep in mind, what caused Nixon to resign was when the Republicans basically told him, we're not going to protect you anymore. So, folks, it's very serious. Now, this is going to happen today with the House, and I don't see anything that's going to stop it. So in about three hours from now, it would certainly seem the House is once again going to impeach President Trump. Now, what we want to see what happens is over the next two days, if the Senate says we're going to pick this up after the Biden inauguration— or if they jump into action. I don't think that is determined. But the first order of the day is what's going to happen in the House. And it is, um, it, it is a difficult time. The, the first thing, though, that, that really, one of the most important things that has to happen is the rhetoric has to calm down. You can't have guards sleeping everywhere. You can't have 15, 20,000 troops guarding Washington, D.C. right now. We, we can't have that. Now, I know, you know, there's reports that there are people, protest threats in multiple cities, pose challenge for the guard. Top military leaders condemn the insurrection. Um, they're saying that, um, that some of the people that are organizing this, there's a lot of chatter and they're going offline and decoding things. I, I just, I'm going to come back to what I initially said. If there's some kind of a group or mili- excuse me, a militia that really wants to do that, that really wants to, who would do that? I mean, that is like a death wish. But if somebody wants to do that, I mean, I, I don't know what to, how to even respond to if there's some kind of militia that they think like they're ready to go to battle against our National Guard and our troops that are in Washington. I don't know why someone would do that. It's not going to change anything. Um, if that this has been brewing and there's some group that really thinks they're going to do this or thinks they're going to accomplish something, um, Anyone that knows someone like that, you should advise them against it. It's, it's basically a death wish. It's basically, it's not going anywhere. You're not going to change anything. Um, all of this stuff, all the tough talk, all the Linwood and going after Pence and all that stuff. You know, the QAnon stuff, I, as I've said, folks, I think it's dangerous. It's misleading people. But most importantly, I just don't think it's leading anywhere. I don't think they're going to accomplish anything. Hey, I want to remind you. Now, again, coming up 1 o'clock, Governor Mundo press briefing with Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to my brother's disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Now offering weekly trash collection services for your business. Look for them on Facebook. They have the purple and yellow Facebook page, Brothers Disposal, and get a purple dumpster in your driveway. And we're going to break in 15 seconds uh, on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. JR, 15 seconds. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We're going to take a quick break. Now, stay tuned. Coming up, Governor Mundo, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. They're going to have a press briefing. We're going to bring it to you live right here on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's take a quick break. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service... 
Well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal. Since 2006, and also 24-7 emergency service available, call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028. 439-6028, whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have a Links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator, or your stove, or oven, or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Wnr Socket. What would you do if you owned one of those big financial institutions? Would you do the right thing? Would you help people? Teach them? Would you care for your community? What would you do if you owned one of those big financial institutions? Would you like to find out? Our customers are our owners. Our owners are our customers. Navigant Credit Union. Patients love the thorough and efficient dental care practiced by Dr. Jeffrey Dodge at 1438 Park Avenue in Woonsocket. Dr. Dodge is a dentist whose patients stay for a lifetime. Dr. Dodge's team of experienced professionals offer the full range of services from cleanings to general dentistry. For an appointment, call 762-3044 and experience the gentle and sensitive approach that will make your dental care satisfactory. If it's time to find another dentist, consider Dr. Jeffrey Dodge to look after your dental health. 762-3044. 